Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. People can change anything they want to. And that means everything in the world. Show me any country and there'll be people in it. It's time to take the humanity back into the center of the ring and follow that for a time. You know, think on that. Without people, you're nothing. Without people, you're nothing. Stoke the fire. All right, welcome back to another episode of Stoke the Fire podcast. As always, we are your humble hosts, Jesse Leach and Matt Stocks. And today is an extra special day. Uh, Totally honored, thrilled, and and blessed to have an amazing guest joining us today on the show. Jesse, why don't you share a little bit about your connection to the band that this person is in, um, and then we'll we'll bring her into the mix. And I'm sure just hit the ground rolling because this is one of my favorite people in the world. And with everything that we're trying to cover and explore and connect with on this show, she just touches all bases. Um, she's very much on the same page as us two with a lot of things, and I'm sure we'll get into as much of it as possible. But why don't you reveal who our guest is, Jesse, for those people who haven't already just read it and seen. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> don't read the description. Yeah, the the mighty Mina Caputo. I'm a big fan of uh, her as a human online and as a, a vocalist and just a person in general, a lot of admiration. So we are pleased to welcome Mina Caputo. Come on down, Mina. Bring up a log and sit by the fire. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you for that. Thank you. Welcome. There's a, there's a strange um, wire in front of your phone. <laughs> oh, there is. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like the movie Ants or something. I was like, oh, man, has she been shrunk? <laughs> what happens when you're not so technically... You get wires from you. Well, this this is all a new world for us, and we're still finding our feet. And yeah, as I said, just so so happy to see you first and foremost. Um, it's been a few years. I remember the first time we met in the the hotel room you were staying in in Birmingham. We did we did that podcast then, and it's one of only two times in my life that I've done a podcast with a stranger. We didn't know each other before that chat, and then at the end, just had a big hug. And, and embraced each other. And it's to this day, one of my favorite conversations, you remain a continuing source of, of inspiration to me, as Jesse said, both as an artist and also as just a human being and the way you conduct yourself in the world. So I reckon we should just hit the ground running because there's a lot to discuss. And I hate to use Instagram as the jump off for this chat, Mina, but I'm going to. Oh, that's cool. Because this post that you did the other day, really just summarizes um, everything we're trying to get into in this show and do away with the divide and the bullshit and the noise and bring humanity back. And so you said the other day, today's society is so easily ruled and divided. People are being divided from each other and themselves. It seems like the powers that be, big tech, mainstream media, are working hard to confuse and disempower people. It's sad to witness every day. It's also sad to see people fight for their own enslavement due to illegitimate fears. I feel like I'm in the most bizarre episode of The Twilight Zone. There's a little bit more, but that kind of touches on yeah. where i'd like to begin of um 
trying to just find our way in this time of divide and unrest. And can I just ask, is somebody's, um, is that your mic, Jesse, that's making that noise? There we go. There was a weird sound. Um, yeah, let's let's jump in on that, Mina, and, and if we can, try and uh, reclaim some humanity and unity, right, in these insane times. Well, what would you like to know, the intention behind the post or just... Yeah, how, how you well, feel about where I, we're at. Well, the, well, you know, the reason why I posted that is because it, it's, it's blatantly obvious, you know? It's, um, I mean, to me, you know, listen, I've been doing yoga tw- almost 25 years of my life. I've been meditating my entire life. I'm operating on a different system. It's called my own government. It's called my own religion. It's called my own pharmaceutical company. It's it's called the biology of my own belief system. And there's nothing in the external world that humanity um, is going to find... uh, that isn't going to dim your light. Everything in the external world, I believe, is designed to disempower the human being. And I'm not a pessimist. Um, I'm actually, you know, a very euphoric, buoyant creature that I put a lot of pride into, A, working on myself and slash loving on myself. Um, I've done a lot of self-work, self-practice. I meditate every day. I do yoga two hours a day. I'm very disciplined. Um, um, I, I eat all the right foods. I, I, I have a, I'm a very different human being because I, I, I've been studying also shamanism my entire life as well. And that these words that come out of me are more... Uh, if it's a word, shamanistically um, derived. I am a modern day street shaman in a sense. I feel like um, I've lived with the knowingness that I've somehow through meditation through yoga, through my life experience, I've somehow busted the seams of these ancient codes that derive in all of us, that are within us all, that are in each and every cell that move throughout our bloodstream, our body, our nervous system, our digestive, our everything. The most ancient virus there is that man can't even detect where its origin is from is is in the embryo is in the embryo sac so like this is the kind of shit that i focus on that i thrive on you know because i was doing a lot of research obviously with this whole fucking vaccination hysteria too which we can get into as well um but I just, it feels like more and more and more that big tech, you know, uh, Google, um, you know, politicians, the political paradigm, the religious paradigm, all these institutions, all these indoctrinated kind of tricky, like uh, trap doors, I like to think of them as because that's what they kind of are. I just, they're just 
it feels like they're working very, very hard because they're running, they've run out of ideas. Their paradigm is collapsing. And, um, you know, it's like, I, I have questions in my like, how can 7 billion people allow like a bunch of fat, white, cigar smoking, <laughs> greedy, power control, hungry megalomaniacs, megalomaniacs, these dudes that cover the legs of their piano, but are trafficking kids. Like, how can we let these people run the biology of the planet? Like, listen, I, I, in a nutshell, I'll just stop the jibber. When the government legalizes nature again, that's when I'm going to stop believing in their story. But in the meantime, I've created my own story. I'm my own vaccination. I'm my own government. I'm my own religion. I'm my own music industry. I'm my own everything. I'm my own Dalai Lama. Like, I've reached a point in my life, a point of buoyancy and, and joy and, and divinity where, like... <laughs> You know, I've had a, a very traumatic past, so like, which brings me to the now in a sense where I've been through so much that I'm at a point in my life where I'm so grateful that I'm so, I'm in such a deep appreciative, I'm in such a, I'm in such a deep sense of gratitude for this life, for this moment. Like I cherish every little breath that if an asteroid were to hit the planet an hour after this podcast, I'd, I'd welcome, I'd welcome it. I'd stand out there with my dog. I'd welcome the divine plan of it all. All is in divine order. We see a lot of dividing going on, a lot of bickering, a lot of blaming, a lot of this, a lot of that. To me, that's the yin and yang of life. When you look at the earth as a living organism, which it is, which a lot of people don't, you know, a people come from a very reduced idea of the world, of themselves, you know, and that's why I hate reductionists as well, because we come from these institutions that have sold and prepackaged these ideas that keep humanity in this disempowered state where we, where most of humanity is coming from a place of these reductionist ideas. They don't know how to grow. They don't know how to self-love. They don't know how to believe in their own intuition. People believe strangers on a television set more than their own fucking innate ideologies. Like people are lost. People have lost the plot. And I'm not saying everyone, because there's a lot of people like me in the world that are awakening, mm. not playing this fucking woke card, because that's the furthest thing from being an awakened individual, an awakened entity, if you will. To me, I this human life, the species that we are individually and collectively, this is the greatest I don't even want to use the word unbelievable because it's an insult to the ideology of and mystery and 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 beauty that is presented to us every day. And when I said 
the media, big tech, you know, Google, all these people, all these big corporate, you know, they, they control the narrative. You know, um, it's clear that, uh, you know, there's a um, there's a pendulum going on where it's like you're either a free spirit and freedom fighter and won't bow down to the obedience of ignorance or you're completely on the opposite end of the stick. And like Orwell says, you know, you're loving your servitude. You're a slave to your own servitude. You know, nothing's changed since the Caesar world. They're still trying to hold on to this. Give them a circus and a bread line and they'll be happy. And look at the world we got. That's why everyone's fighting, blaming. I'll tell you one thing. There's more racism online than there is in the real streets. Sorry, I'm old school. I live in the streets. I live my life offline. I post and I go. I don't waste my life looking at other people's lives. I don't give a fuck what Alyssa Milano said today. I don't give a fuck. You know, well, I can't. Now I'm real happy that actually Bill Gates' wife left him. She finally saw the psychopath in this motherfucker. They call him a philanthropist in disguise, but he's a piece of shit in my eyes. Just based on my own personal opinion and my own research, I don't think he's the motherfucker that the world, you know, again, big tech and mass media presents him as. He's not a philanthropist to me. He's a fucking murderer. And what he's doing in India is is beyond what, you know, He's buying the globe. I'm predicting it right now, right on your podcast, right? I hope I'm wrong. This asshole wants to dim the sun now. Did you hear about this? Yeah. He's got these ideas of, of uh, you know, um, wanting to chemically cover the ionosphere and the stratosphere, wherever, however far up it goes. I'm too stupid to even know. Um, but... Well, it's like something out of The Simpsons, isn't it, Mr. Burns? Like, like <laughs> cartoon villain. Go, nothing could go wrong from that, Bill. And him well, nature doesn't need our help, right? That's the bottom line. Nature doesn't need us to help. Exactly. Nature's going to be fine. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to be fine. Yeah, we're not a species designed to last. Every couple of hundred thousand years, the human species exterminates itself. We're now in the sixth mass extinction. And I'm not even making this shit up. There was already five of them. The sixth one is being done by the human species uh, itself. The last one was the last ice age uh, 12, 13,000 years ago, which completely obliterated humanity. And any kind of uh, historical you know, proper timeline that archaeologists sell you today anyway, because even in the whole science community, it's a fucking farce. You know, you got all these archaeologists and 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 and, and all these people that they were selling um, these fake timelines and all this stuff. But it was people like I think I turned you on to him, Matt uh, Graham Hancock, who is one of my favorite scientists. And, and he's from the UK as well. I think in the last podcast that we did, I, I, I turned you on to him because- Yeah, you did, yeah. He, 
He influenced my mind in, in so many different ways. He's been on Joe Rogan a thousand times. I love him. And he was one of those scientists that went against the grain of like, uh, you know, because science is also a community that's owned by corporations. And God forbid you step out of the fucking narrative, you'll lose a job. You'll, you'll, you know, you might lose your family. They, they might even blame your own suicide, but, you know, kill you in the process because that goes on a lot too. And, you know, again, you got to be a fucking idiot not to be able to see that too. Like, you know, the whole, with this whole fucking Epstein masquerade and all that cute stuff that's going on with, with all those people. And um, I don't know. So like, you know, I don't, I don't, and I don't, and I also, as the type of human being that I, I don't dwell on, I try not to dwell. I mean, I'm very empathetic. So it's hard some, some days for me, like some days I'll really sink thinking about, you know, I'm very compassionate about the, the collective mind and soul and body of humanity. Cause to me, I don't believe in the, the illusion of our separateness. I, I don't believe in the, you know, I will never be ruled and I will never be conquered and divided. I don't care if I've got, you know, um, whatever, you know, whatever kind of hate group in front of my eyes, I'll just, I'll just know that these people are, there's two kinds of people in the world. You're either aligned with your, with your soul and, and you're aligned with the mystery of what makes us us. And we don't have to know the answer. And innately we do deep, deep, deep down inside where we exist in the quantum field. There's nothing physical. We see this in body and flesh because we're vibrating at such high speeds of light that we have this is our this is our biological spacesuit. That's all this is. That's why there's someone like me. I'm a very creative human being. I've merged both male and female to the point where I'm both and I'm neither. Like I can go either way now at this point after being out for almost 20 years and living my life like this. Like, like I'm such a chameleon. I, I, I it's, it's almost like I, I figured out. Anyway, so it's hard to describe in words too, but, and what I tell you is real, real fact. We exist in the quantum field. And the more meditation that you do, the more you're able to put yourself out there and, 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 and gain more clarity, more confidence, more focus. Meditation cleanses and detoxifies your body. That's why do you think they don't teach meditation in the West? You know? I'm going to jump in here and just, just give you some solidarity because I'm sitting here for people who can't see if you're just listening. I'm nodding and smiling, but I, I truly, you are speaking words that are very near and dear to how I'm trying to vibrate in my life as well. And things I don't really get an opportunity to talk about a lot with what I do. Um, so I just want to say solidarity, dude, you are really going in deep. I love it. Matt's like, let's jump right into it. And you jumped right into it. I think, oh, a, lot yeah. of, I think a lot of people need to hear this type of stuff too, because not a lot of people are talking about this is a, a totally different vibration that most people don't understand. And it comes from experience, wisdom. It's not just knowledge, but you know, this is the kind of stuff that I spend a lot of time, my girlfriend and I studying, researching. You talk about yoga, you talk about meditation, you talk about diet. 
your frame of mind, all of those things are in line and you can see the world with very different eyes. So I just want to tell you as you continue on solidarity, I love what you're talking about. I love that you're exposing certain truths that most people don't even have a concept of, never mind understand. Most uh, people won't even understand the, the linguistic engineering I've achieved for myself. Hmm. You know, the, the world is busy trying to dumb motherfuckers down with their cancel culture and their linguistic engineering, because that's all that's going on. Language is there to hypnotize the world. Well, it's manipulation, isn't it? It's manipulation it, in the highest form. Absolutely. And, you know, you have to like linguistically engineer for yourself and, and, um, yeah, I, listen, this is just my opinion. I'm not saying I don't have all the answers. I certainly don't have the answers for, for everybody or anybody except for myself. I don't, I don't, um, but I, I do, what hasn't died is the fire inside of me for life. I love to live. I'm an extremely creative human being. I live out on the fringes. I'm a proud outsider. You know, um, well, I think with that, you've, you've learned a lot because of that. And a lot of people don't exist in that wavelength. So they don't understand. And it's a conversation you can have with open-minded people, but there's not a ton of open-minded people. And that is a byproduct of the society we, we live in. We are, t we are taught to be dumbed down. We're taught to swallow what we're told. And, you know, and you could talk about mainstream media being absolute poison to people's minds, but how many people consume that and sort of shift their worldview based on these things that they're being force fed and they're not even realizing it. And for me at a young age, I saw that and I've been fighting against that in my own way. It's refreshing because we've, we've done, we've had a bunch of guests on, we get deep, but this particular thing that you're speaking on right now speaks directly to where we are right now and how there is a chance for a real awakening of people. Yeah, because I'm talking about the, the, the biology of mystery. I'm talking about ideologies that are deeply embedded and coded into our DNA. And it's almost like, I, I see it every day, how the powers that be are working really hard to make you believe that you're a fucking disease that you're going to get people sick, that you are sick, that you can't control your own health and the wealth and the abundance of your own body. Like, yo, your word is your wand. The intention behind your word, that's why they call it spelling. Okay? You know how you spell a word? They call it spelling. Every word has energy. Love has energy. Fear has energy. Disease. Has, all the things they put into the media are dis-ease. Um, they originate from dis-ease, like the word disease. It's dis-ease. It's all news to, to create this dis-ease within the chemistry of your own body. And that's why people get so fucking sick because they're misaligned from their own fountain of youth, their own fountain of health. And I'm not just talking about physically because mentally and, um, and spiritually, you know, right. 
mentally is where it all begins. You know, if you're, you know, you have a little sniffle and for two days you're like, oh my God, I hope I don't get sick. Oh my God, I feel like I'm getting sick. Oh my God. Next thing you know, guess what? You've casted that spell on you with, with the power of your word, the power of your thought, the intention, because you're acting as if. These are secrets of the universe that people dismiss immediately. Um, you know, you have people like Rhonda Byrne and all these people that created the secret to kind of delegitimize these true, powerful um, codes that are inherently within us and in our DNA. And this is just my belief system gravitates towards all this stuff like a, a fly on shit. All the other stuff, this lower dimensional, everything in the external world is so, look how low, look how, look at the low energy, the low dimension it puts people in. Look at what's going on. No one's still getting, everyone's still blaming, everyone's still fighting, everyone's, everyone's bickering about the fucking most, the most, inf culture is becoming more and more infantile as the days go on now, I, you know, now, um, I gotta, you know, I gotta be afraid to say, uh, a certain something because, um, I'm not really, but I'm talking for like other people that really do want to say things and don't say them. Like I, I have a feeling like there's a lot of musicians in the music industry that don't feel comfortable um, with like, including like, this is one musician, it's me. I don't think Israel did the right thing. I don't think Saudi Arabia did the right thing. And I do not believe in this global, you know, that the whole world needs to be vaccinated globally for the whole world to fucking function. It's bullshit. When you do your research on viruses, we wouldn't even be having this conversation if it wasn't for a virus that morphed our fucking vocal cords. We come from viruses, billions and billions of year old viruses inside of us. There's not a virus on the outside that we can, at this point, manipulate chemically if we knew how to. Like, you know, you have the farm, the big farm um, designing all these drugs, but putting like, you know, this much of the actual natural remedy, like for any, in anything, like a, let's just say a foot fungus, you know, you got all these creams that don't do I have shit. some of that. <laughs> yeah. That don't do anything. Or any other kind of virus, or, or, or cancer, or, or, or like for example, cancer comes from one thing: disease. It's just it's just cells that are basically so agitated and so toxic that they get the body. We get ourselves sick, is what I'm trying to say. And you know what? Let me turn the world on to you guys. To, to Dr. Joe Dispenza, another Dr. Greg Braden, 
another Dr. Bruce Lipton, who talks heavily about epigenetics, which is a new form of genetics. Like we were raised thinking like, oh yeah, mom got cancer, grandma had it. I have it in my blood and in my genes. Uh Uh-uh, that's not how the biology of our bodies work. They sell us this and they market it and they package it just like everything else in this fucking world. Again, to dim the light and the potential power of this species that we call human. There's no money to be made off of somebody who knows how to live healthily and and to be in line with your diet and and your your meditation, your mind. Being aligned and and knowing how to take care of yourself, you you prevent disease from even happening. But, you know, that's the whole thing, isn't it? It's money. It's control. You're a customer to to big pharmacy. They're not trying to cure you. They're trying to keep a customer. And I, I saw that at a young age as well. Um, and I've changed my whole diet and lifestyle in the past few years because of that. And it's changed my mind as well. You know, the penile gland, I've been researching that a lot lately. And like, it's it's a huge, huge problem we have. And yeah. it's not something that a lot of people are even aware of. Yeah. Like, for example, I'm not even on hormones anymore. I stopped it two years ago. I did med research. All I do now is eat as many foods to raise my estrogen level as much as I can. Figs apricot, sweet potato, this, that, white beans, fucking, you know, all high antioxidants, like you were saying, um, what did you say? It made me think of something. I forgot what I was saying because my mind is going so... Um, no, just about aligning your, your, your diet and your body into your mind. And, you know, another thing I want to big, piggyback on that is nature does provide us the cure and pharmaceuticals only mimic what nature already has given us. And that's, that's a whole thing I've been learning too about holistic medicine and about the healing we're able to do through nature. And you, you're talking about changing your diet to give yourself more hormones. We can do that with anything really. Like if you look at how amazing food should be medicine for us. Correct. So like, if you feel like you're starting to get a cold, there's stuff you can do. Ginger. I mean, I take ginger every single day. It's I juice, uh, you know, getting greens in me, all that stuff has changed my whole life. Yeah. I'm 50 man. Look, every day. Look at that swamp. All antioxidants, peach, pineapple, kale, pomegranate seed, Berries, yeah. raspberry, blueberry, blackberry, yeah. all these food. This I eat a shake during the day. There you go. And last night for dinner, I had. I and by the way, I steam everything. Mm. I don't. I haven't. I can't even eat fried foods now. It'll go right through me like water. So I can't even like. But everything I do is steamed. Um. I. 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 Very. I don't really eat meat. If I'm cooking a different kind of meat for the dog, I'll taste it before I give it to her, like rabbit or whatever. Because even my dog gets all organic. She eats better. She's living the dream. Well, she's going to live longer now. She's not going to have joint pain and all that shit the dog. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. She eats broccoli, banana. She loves strawberry, cranberry, fucking rabbit. She gets her chicken, sweet potato, peas. Like She's highly allergic to stuff too, so... And I, I've done all lab tests for and all that shit. So we have it down pat, but even she, even she, even her state of being, and that's why she's brilliant. She's militantly 
so such a joy and so always wants to make me happy. She's very trained. I hate to use the word trained, but I mm. she's really trained. I, I did a great job, but even yeah, it's crazy, man. You know, um, you said in the in the life of agony film, Mina, that the 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 most unconditional love you've ever felt has been through your dog. You mentioned that to me when we first met as well. And um, I've, learned, I've learned how to unconditionally love myself even more through the love of my, 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 my dog, which she's absolutely a celestial spirit. I have a feeling some kind of ancient God is within her and it could be my dad. It could be my mom. It could be both of them. But um, you know, I'm one of those that, you know, people may think I'm kind of like woo woo, whatever, but you know, um, to me, I see you as the spiritual warrior, you know, it's somebody who's striving to understand the deeper things. And I surround myself with people like that, which is why I don't have a ton of friends. You know, I have a lot of people that I'm acquaintances with, but people I break bread with and share a really intimate space with are people who are on the same yeah. wavelength. Cause it's difficult for me sometimes to have conversations with people who don't think on the same level. I'm not saying I shut people out, but I'm sure you can relate to this. Absolutely. Yeah. It's hard to, to sort of have a conversation about like deeper stuff with someone who doesn't see the bigger picture of things. Yeah. Or someone who is such a slave <laughs> narrative that they're so in fucking denial that they can't even open their mind to a different perspective. Honestly, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that surround me that I learned a lot more about that I don't even really fucking bother with anymore because I can't even make I can't even make a fucking COVID joke. Like <laughs> there was a mosquito on my friend's screen and I'm like, oh my God, the government sent the mosquito, you're gonna get COVID. And she, and she had a fucking fucking brain. And I was, you know, and I'm just like, and she, you know, I was just like. I can't even believe you. Like you, like people have lost their sense of humor. They've lost their sense of humanity. And listen, I'm not, I'm not ridiculing people. I'm not blaming people. If I were to blame anyone, here's what I want to fucking do. Where is the motherfucking Dalai Lama of all attorneys to fucking sue mainstream media for crimes against humanity for hundreds of hundreds of years. What the fuck is going on? It's clear who owns the mainstream media. It's just a few people. It's just a few key people. That's why you see on every channel on, unless you know what I've been watching, you guys might like, Uh, I think it's called sky news. It's Australian sky news about they tell it. I hope they they tell it, but they really telling it like it is, you know, with with everything, all this, all these things that are going on that don't make sense. Like Matt, even in I follow, I'm a big fan of what's his face on London Real. I see his work. Um, I don't know the guy's know, name, but yeah, I know who you mean. The yeah. London Real podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow. He's him. running for He's mayor, right? To, yeah, he's running for mayor. He's trying to be them to change it up in London because. The politics in London are so shit. I mean, in the UK, yeah, with COVID, with 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 trans shit, with you know, ah oh man, obviously Listen, Brexit, yeah, yeah, that's another fucking joke. And um, 
you know, what were they doing in, in Ireland? Weren't they like busting in people's homes and arresting people for not wearing masks in their fucking house? I mean, this is tyranny, man. This is the all these ideologies that they're doing. Like, honestly, to me, it's tyranny. Israel is these all these countries and all these. This is like this is. I just, I just see draconian legislation happening all the time. We don't have, like Colin said, he says, listen, I'm not, I'm not left. I'm not far left. I'm not right. I'm not up. I'm not down. I'm not green. I'm not blue. That's what I said. Love is my politic. Music is my religion. God is mother nature to me is the universe. God is the mystery of it all. Most people don't even understand that sentiment because they're just so they live such in the 3D lower vibrational realm. They don't even understand that we are surrounded by layers and layers of dimensions and simulations. And this is proven shit. And I read a lot about quantum physics. I read a lot of fucking philosophy books. I read books on psychedelics and shamanism my entire life. Like, to be honest, I feel like I'm fucking... I was uh, uh, an original Siberian uh, uh, shaman, which all the shamans were originally uh, women. Hmm. And um, yeah, and I don't really listen. I don't claim to be anything, you know, like, you know, I'm I'm a very different human being. You know, I know I'm born anatomically a boy. I'm a mutator. I'm a creator. I've merged both worlds because this is what I needed to do for my nature. I don't, I'm not trying to fit into your fucking sick world, man. I don't give a fuck if you think I'm a, I'm not a man or a, I'm not a real girl. I could give a fuck what anyone thinks. This is my life. Yeah. I'm a creature. I'm a mysterious creature on a mysterious fucking planet doing amazing things for a lot of fucking people that can't do for themselves. You know all about it. You've been rocking the scene for decades now, just like we have been. And you know how, and, and look, that like creativity is more of my, the, the, the idea of how to create, where creation comes from is more is is more in the realm of 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 Christ compulsions and impulses than any kind of you know bad marketing church scheme or fucking temple or Islam or all these fucking idiots that are fighting and going nowhere fast for a fucking deadbeat religion that's trying to make you believe that the old guy in the sky is going to punish you because you love sucking a dick. I mean, really? Like, but, the, it's a, but it's a contradiction though, to what, you know, cause I, I, I was raised in a Christian home by a minister. And as I grew older, I unindoctrinated myself and I, I, for the sake of my own sanity and, and for survival and trying to understand who I am in this world, I had to dig deeper and it's a contradiction when you speak of God being love on one side of your mouth and then you, you know, chastise people or you judge people. I have found so much fault with organized religion and it's led me on my own quest to sort of like grasp who I truly am as a spiritual being 
and everything you're talking about I can relate to because you know you're talking about um operating on an energy level that isn't connected to what you've been brought up what most people have been brought up to believe is is normal or regular how you should live your life or how you should see your country or your flag or you know all these things that are set up and truly they're all they're all empty but they they only are filled with people's fears and anxieties and i feel like a lot of what you're saying here and, and pushing back against is all based on fear isn't it because people need something to make them feel like what they're doing is right and to make them feel comfortable with their lifestyle and if you really dissect all of it and and you realize how much fear it's it's all because people are afraid and to for you to think outside of that world is too much for people and the more you get to know the other stuff you realize this is a lifelong thing this isn't something you just like you you settle into your comfortable little house and you go on with your life you're constantly evolving and you're constantly fighting and that's how I feel daily as well. Yeah. And well listen, just, go ahead. We started a fucking rock band because we could see right through the hallmark Disney-fied society. I like mm. to go, society has been completely Disney-fied. They've been completely so done the fuck down. That's why we started a rock band. You know, I see a lot of punk rockers, a lot of rock people in the industry that are fucking sucking the dick of the paradigm. And it's like, why did you even start a fucking band? You think, listen, Trump's not going to save you. Biden's not going to save. They don't give a fuck. This is Obama. Ah, a great personality, loving guy, great smile. Good looking man, you know, very charming, but dropped more bombs on women and children in his sentence than any other fucking president. Right. I might be wrong about it, but my point is, is that he got the Nobel Peace Prize <gasps> and that's politics. Yeah. And the, re the, 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 the fact that people can't see that. Listen. I don't support your wars. OK. We're in 50-50 already. The fact that we have all this technology and beauty and all this stuff and that and all this wisdom and knowledge and all this, we could be so great. Why is it such a problem if all the super leaders in the country get together and straighten this planet the fuck out? They don't want to do that. They don't want to... How beautiful would this world be if, if, if we really wanted to change this world, we could do it seriously in a week. We got such simple things. All politicians do is paper push. It takes them 10, 20 fucking years to sign the simplest fucking thing. It's a deliberate, it's a deliberate thing. Like I was going to say before, I just remembered. I'm a colonist. Like I was saying, I wasn't right. I'm not left. I'm not up down. I don't believe in... It's all a facade to me. It's all one big club. And guess what? We ain't in it. <laughs> like Colin says. George Carlin, yeah, dude. Yes. And I, and honestly, I'm a colonist. I think George Carlin was an incredibly, was an incredible political savant. Same thing with Bill Hicks. Yes. And, um, our political institutions don't serve humanity as a whole. 
I'm a calm, I'm a very simple human being, but I'm very laid and very complex. There isn't a paradigm, Republican, Democrat, this, that, this fucking whatever. None of their ideas or bullshit could ever serve somebody like me. How do you take care of somebody like me? Somebody that's been doing yoga or meditation for 30 something fucking years. I haven't done, I've, I've never done one vaccine in uh, my grandparents forced me to take the flu shot at what, eight years old. And, and listen, I'm not anti-vax. If I had to go to the jungle tomorrow, I'm going to get the 20 malaria shots that I need to do. But this whole situation, this hysteria around the, the pullback with the vax, the fact that they allowed Johnson and Johnson to make vaccines, Johnson and Johnson, the same company that loves to inundate product. Your baby shampoo is riddled with cancer. Your Everything's riddled with cancer. And, the, and, and I'm not just talking shit. If you go online, you'll see all the court cases that are going down. I'm not just talking woo-woo conspiracy theory bullshit because like, I know I'm a critical thinker and I'm a freedom fighter. And I fight every fucking day to get back my sovereign rights, even from my own trans community. Cause they're all, cause the majority of them are a bunch of fucking idiots too. And I don't relate to their bullshit either. I don't, there isn't one fucking mob or group that I get on with harmoniously. The only group I get on harmoniously with is, is, is the angels are, are my divine protectors that I feel that are protecting me through this life in this physical realm that I know that surround me, that have, have allowed me to get this far in my life. Everyone's dead in my family. I'm the only living motherfucking sibling. I've been taking care of myself my entire life. I don't need politicians to tell me how to take care of my health. I don't need WHO to take care of me, how to take care of my health, to tell me how to take care of my In fact, again, that's another good point. You know, like the WHO, if I owned the World Health Organization, I would have 10, 20 motherfucking live motherfuckers teaching humanity how to take care of themselves. You see all the research you're doing and all the all, all the new ideologies and philosophies, food wise and and religious and, and spirituality wise and all these other things you're incorporating into your life like. I I think like instead of WHO and you see how COVID's here, COVID's there, vaccine there, COVID this, sick this, death that, COVID, fear, 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 COVID, disease, oh my God, I'm comfort, I'm afraid, shadow, this, blah, blah. Instead of selling all that, why isn't there 10, 20 people live telling you how to take down inflammation in your body? telling you how to rebuild your cellular structure, telling you how to clean your colon. These are just simple, quick examples, but there should be people teaching humanity how to take care of their lives instead of, yeah, go shove 20 vaccines into your neck. And yeah, you could go, go ahead and go eat your chicken McNuggets and your Kentucky fried, you know, and selling the fast food and keeping people on the fast food diet and the cigarettes. 
believe me, if government gave this shit, okay, we'd have no cigarettes on the shelf. There wouldn't be alcohol. And this takes me back full circle to what the fuck I was saying. When the government legalizes nature again, I'll believe them. Because magic mushrooms are on schedule one, ayahuasca, peyote. Hey, I love psychedelics. That's my fucking religion. That's how I get down. Who the fuck are you to tell me how to practice? Who the fuck are you to tell me to shove all this monkey pus into my body when that's an insult to my biology and my fucking mind? Fuck you. Nobody gets to fucking run my show. Nobody, not the music industry, not Kenny and Vaughn, not fucking Judas Priest, not Corey Taylor, not fucking Rolling Stone, the small dick fucking energy that's in our fucking industry, man. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Everyone's sucking the political paradigm dick like they're fucking slaves to some. Like, why did you even join a fucking band? Everyone's so busy dumbing down their fucking their audiences it get that's what fucking makes me irate when i see someone that does the same business as me in new york city or germany or wherever and they got five hundred thousand followers on instagram because they're just that much more cool right and they're constantly dumbing down their audience playing on twitch playing video games not talking about anything fucking real to enlighten their people that's why I'm one of the most loved and hated because I'm real. I'm a real authentic artist. Same thing with like Life of Agony. We've been writing real material before you're in your fucking diapers. Right? How old are you? No, I, I got your album when I was just starting in a band, but yeah. But how <laughs> 40, old are you? 42. All right, so you're not. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm it's okay. Just keep going. No, it's, it's all good. Like, I might have been in my diapers, though, Mina. Yeah, Matt was in his diapers. I'm not even talking about you. No, I'm I know. Just, I understand. I understand. I'm you're talking in generalities. Yep, I get and it. That's why. That's why a band like Life Vanity never promoted on the radio. DJs stayed far away. I feel like also in our industry, and it's more and more clear today. Look at the VMAs. Look at the Oscars, look at the Grammys, look at these fucking shows. Look who's in control of the music industry, little peep. Yeah, it gets, it's getting dumbed down on a regular basis. I totally agree with that. And yes. the industry is controlled by the same motherfuckers that control everything else. It's big tech manufacturing the minds of the youth. This is what linguistic engineering is all about. Terrence McKenna talks all about it. So does Alan Watts. If you want to really expand your mind, babe, listen to Terrence McKenna. Listen to Alan Watts. I don't know if you know Alan Watts. He's one of my favorite fucking philosophers. You probably know him. And you'd be like, oh, I, I know that motherfucker. But these motherfuckers crack my mind open every day. Manly P. Hall, Terrence McKenna. Graham Hancock, Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton. These are people, these are minds that should be in the mainstream media every day. They're not. They get buried by the tyrannical controllers that are either in, same thing with NASA. You know what I call NASA? Never a straight answer. 
They've been showing they've been showing the fucking same picture of planet Earth for 30 years already with all the technology we got. What are these people doing? Oh, suddenly the aliens are real because the Pentagon said so. Get the fuck out of here. We knew this. We are the fucking ones we've been waiting to. We're waiting for. We're the ones. But we're so busy trying to marginalize our infinite existence because that's what we are. And that's why I keep saying they're working really, really hard to dim our fucking light. And I won't have it. And I'm not afraid to speak my mind. I don't do it so much on Twitter because I post and go. I keep it sexy. I, I, I like sharing my sensuality. You're like- an amazing presence on Twitter, Mina. You're very positive and thought-provoking and, and bright. And, yeah, I love seeing your tweets. You like seeing my nipples to sheer? <laughs> There's always a star covering them. You've got to do it, I guess, yeah. otherwise they get taken down. But even with the star, it's all good. <laughs> I like what you're saying about getting in and out as well. Post and go. That's how I try to engage with my social yeah, that's, media. That's what you have Boom, to do. Out. Because, yeah, life's too important to waste your time. That's why people are going nowhere real fast. You know, like I'm a very disciplined creature too. Like I, um, I, play, I play at least 40 to 50 hours a week of classical piano. You know, um, I do movie scores. I make commercials. I do a lot of stuff that I don't really talk about too, because I don't air everything and I don't need to. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to impress anybody. You know, I got my health. I got my life. I got my beauty. I got my mind. I got my own core beliefs. I'm definitely not going to waste my time arguing with some dumb fuck that hasn't even left his or her backyard. Cause that's all they are. Most of people who have what to say constantly, these motherfuckers, they don't even leave their backyard. They know nothing about culture. They know nothing about living in a different city. I've lived in Sweden. I've lived in fucking Amsterdam for six years. I've lived in Cologne. I've lived in Berlin. I've lived in LA. I've lived in Miami. I've lived in Boca Raton. I've lived all over the fucking, not all over the map, but I've been around like a true- change, Travel changes you, man. It makes you see everything differently. Absolutely. I, I'm- completely agree with that and you're Absolutely. right so like I, traveled unless have so much to say you're right i just have to like nod my head i'm like uh, you just don't get it you don't see the big picture i know and i and then it's just really weird and listen and listen at the end of all this rant and raving and stuff like that like listen i blame nobody i don't blame any other humans for for being at the level that they're at that's on them Everyone's responsible for their own evolution, for their own de-evolution. You do what you want. I could only, I could only say what I say, be who I am. I can only be the authentic creature that I am. Um, yeah, do what and, you want, but just don't judge others, isn't it? I don't, you know, and I don't care. You can judge me. I don't care because I have very thick skin. And when someone's like, you're disgusting. I, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you keep showing pictures of you? I, I can't even show my, I have like a whole hidden world, a whole hidden world of my fans that there's a whole other hidden world because they're afraid to be, they're afraid to be public about loving yeah. and loving my feet and loving my sensuality and loving everything that I share. 
So I have a whole slew of motherfuckers and DMs that would never, which is sad to me in a way a little bit as well. I was going to ask you, Mina, is that exhausting for you? Is that disappointing and saddening? And Yeah, a little bit, you know. Um, but again, it's like, you know, everyone's, everyone's, everyone's at their own level of growth. So I can't, I have friends that ran the vaccine and I'm like, okay, you don't really want to listen to me. You don't even want to be patient. That's okay. If that makes you feel comfortable, I stand behind you, but don't fuck with me, man. Don't be fucking, don't, don't sell your fear and your insecurity and throw that shit into my world. And just because you're doing what you're doing, that doesn't mean I have to do what you're fucking doing because I don't buy into your fear. I don't buy into the hysteria. Everything now is being politicized. You know what fucking insulting? You know what's more insulting? When politicians and all these people politicize trans people and trans bodies. Like, you know, like, for example, as the idiotic world is arguing about Dr. Seuss and Mr. Fucking Potato Head, Biden, we're, we're dropping bombs on seven, eight different countries right now. But no one's blinking a fucking... I was on CNN the other week to do some press about the movie and I got all emotional and shit because it was during the time of Dr. Seuss, uh, Mr. Potato Head, and the person act like, how do you... I'm, I was just... I went in a fucking rage because I can't believe the world is crying about the most... Cartoon idiotic, characters. Idiotic shit... Meanwhile, we're dropping bombs on real women and children in real different countries, but no one, but, but it's okay because trans people are back into the military. It's okay now because Kamala Harris, the first black, whatever is in the administration. So it's okay to drop bombs on people. Okay, great. Let's drop more bombs and kill more people. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm being overtly sarcastic because that's how I have to be now because well, they're just they're running distraction though that's really all it ever is is when the real shit's going down the media is keeping us all distracted from what's actually going down and that's why anytime now people are having a conversation online or about what's happening there's always it's clandestine there's something else going on it's been like that since I can remember when I started to awaken myself to to see the double standards and all the the things that are called conspiracy theories. And that's another thing too, that I got to say, you know, I love that you're, you're just letting go and you're letting loose and you're not afraid to be hated. I love that. I think more people need to be like that. And, and people don't have to agree with everything you say, but the discussion needs to be open. We need to have discussions and we're not, we're arguing and people are so polarized on these uh, left or right spectrums. They're missing all of this gray area and all this discussion that can happen to potentially change people's minds and perspectives. So playing it safe is, is, is not good. You got to play to your strengths. People like you need to do what you're doing. You need to speak up. You need to alert people. You need to have people think. And even if people don't get it and they'll make fun of you or hate on you or whatever, it's so valuable that you're speaking your truth. And I wish more people did that, but we're living in a time now. Where people are, people, people are, are afraid. 
People yeah. are legitimately afraid. And you know what? I don't, I don't blame those people. Um, um, and that's cool. You know, um, again, you know, what's the worst case scenario? You know, you fucking leave the body. Well, I've had incredible death bondo experiences. And I also don't sub- subscribe to the fear they, to this reductionist idea that, that death is like this bad thing. We're here, man. This is a round fucking trip. I die while I live during my meditations, first of all. Mm. I don't expect anyone to understand that. Second of all, especially if you're not meditating for years. And secondly, I forgot what I was going to fucking say. It's all the weed. Life after (laughs) death, right? You're saying that death isn't final. People subscribe, thank you. People subscribe to this uh, this reductionist idea that once you die, you're going to be in this black box and forget about it, forget it. I think death is going to be one of the most, I think death is going to be more euphoric than this life experience. Mm. I just think we choose not to remember or we're designed as spiritual quantum creators to not remember it so we can learn when we choose to come back in again. Mm -hmm. I chose this. I chose the union of male and female, you know? Um, I chose this to learn more about my body, learn more about myself. This might even be, I have a feeling this might even be my last hurrah. I think people that come in and unify the both sexes, I think we are way more spiritually, cerebrally and cellularly advanced than your average fucking idiot on the street. You know, um, well, we only have more to learn from the opposite sex, don't we? You know, I know as a man, when I spend time with women that I'm learning about femininity and what that means and, and vice versa, although men often don't have that much to show, it seems, but you know, there's, there's only infinite knowledge to gain from the sharing of those ideas and spaces. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and what you just said there, it's, it's only because men buy into this idea that men are supposed to behave in this way. Meanwhile, eight out of 10 men that I know, a lot of motherfuckers in bands, a lot of gangbangers, a lot of motherfuckers who did time want to put their dick in me, love me, love the whole the whole idea of the whole different, it, it, it allows people, it, uh, see again, another thing that's been killed, that is that they're working really hard to kill, two really important things for all of us, our imagination and our intuition. They work really hard so people don't intuitively live their lives. People are, Whatever happened to the notion, like, remember when we were growing up as kids, when mom and dad were like, don't talk to people, on in the sh- don't talk to strangers on the street, don't believe strangers, you know, da, 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 da. the media is like that car that pulls up in front of your house and says, hey, kid, you want a little blow pop? You want a little candy? Come on, come here's the candy. And you're like, oh, I love fucking Big League Chew. I want a bag of gum. Remember Big League Chew? I'm oh, yeah. So- <laughs> I heard you laugh, but like my mouth is when I got to hear. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's what 
that's that's how they play the game. They're really brilliant. They play on the heartstrings of humanity. And look, they're doing an incredible job of dividing and ruling. But shout out to the motherfuckers that are standing firmly in their they're, they're just their quantified selves, man. They're, there's an awakening that's happening, not woke, an awakening, because woke is a joke to me. You ever, you ever, we feel the same. The origin, did you ever research the origin of woke? Yeah. From the 60s and 70s. And these were the woke people back then. Yeah, man. Dig it. Really cool. Google the images on, on uh, woke, and you see all these funny. You know, how woke people used to talk in the 60s and 70s. It was like, yeah, man. Big, man, yeah. Those are the woke people. And it's just like, I know it's taken on a new meaning today. And I get some aspects of it. But a lot of woke specialists that I'm listening to talk on shows. And I'm just like, this fucking woman's an idiot. I will fucking tear this person apart. When it comes to the language of humanity, are you fucking kidding me? Like I, I really wish I was, um, maybe I just got to start more trouble to be more known because clearly you don't get anywhere being nice. You got to make a fucking racket to have any kind of, uh, social media presence. Like, you know, I've been at 30,000 on Twitter for a very long time like <laughs> actually i i lose followers too actually lose a lot. well that's what that's when you know you're saying something important if you're losing followers that's when you know that what you're putting out is well i also having know a reaction that, yeah i also know in my instinct i feel that there's a lot of people a lot of fans of mine they're more they're more stuck on the disempowered person than the new person they love that person that was miserable back then they're still living in that they're swimming still in that idea of keith caputo the miserable drug addict that this this people who are still romanticizing that person and never allow me to grow and it's fact honestly it's 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 a lot of people, you know, and that's because um, they're that I, incapable of and afraid of growth themselves, right? Yeah. Well, I you know, whatever their situation is, I can't speak for them all, but I I I do notice that you know when I like for example if I post that's why that's why I've been posting more sensual, more more of what I am. I'm a very sensual human being. I love sex. I don't have a problem talking about sex or my sexuality. I don't give a shit. This is this another thing. Everyone loves sex, but no one wants to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the body and the body as well. You know, people get uncomfortable when you just like lay it on display. And it's like, people we all, we all love, have them. <laughs> look, I know a lot of men that love trans girls like me. There's nothing wrong with that. All these rhetorics and all these stigmatized ideas, its that's what keeps people, you know, and there would be great change when Jim Carrey dates a trans girl, when Oprah Winfrey's dating a trans man. Then the world's going to, 
oh my god, my favorite celebrity is the governor. Oh my god, that means I got it. No one has their own. I'm sorry, I'm I'm, no. I'm a you're well, exactly great, right, though. You're exactly yeah, right. It's like we need the validation of the the celebrities before something is acceptable in the mainstream. Yeah, they're somehow the cultural gatekeepers, just because they're on TV or you know in films. Because the mindless are sucking celebrity dick. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they have every fucking celebrity? I love my lady today. <laughs> 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 you're gonna do it. I don't. You're gonna do it. It don't last. The CDC said it themselves. They don't know the long term. They don't know the short term. Now you got all the, we were talking about Johnson and Johnson's with that shot and that rollout. Now they pull it back. Now you have all these people dying of fucking rare blood clot diseases that the mainstream ain't even covering. Hmm. But in Australia, they cover it. In Norway, uh, post-vaccinated Norway, had a lot of trouble, a lot of deaths, but you didn't hear about it because that's, you know, it's everything. Like, that's why I say America, like we were talking about before, you were saying, you know, I had a, I wanted to tell you, in addition to what you were saying before, how America isn't even a country. I don't even look at countries as countries. Every human being's got a barcode on them. We've been stamped with a barcode. Right. And we work for a corporation called America. All this country, all this nonsense is not a country. It's a corporation, just like every other country. Every human being's a fucking barcode. And and what they're doing, it's so clear to me. And what I mean by they're keeping it down, they want this consumeristic reality to be the only reality that's fucking rampant in the human's life, you know? It's funny how we had COVID and this pandemic and people are losing their legs and arms in the street, but they got time to make for, for Black Friday, <gasps> you know? And it's just like, I'm sorry, man. Like, it's fucking comical out there. It's it is. comical. You said I'm something sorry, in a podcast I heard the other day, Mina. You said about, like, this idea of facing versus creating reality and i really like that notion because i think as much as it's important to stay informed and and, you know up to date you can also choose the kind of information you let in your life right and and by definition rule your life and you can curate your experience in that way and it is fucking comical the more i look outside the more i'm like yeah i'm all right actually i'm going to just reduce my circle of friends and kind of focus on trying to be a good human being in my immediate circle and don't get caught up in the rest of it because a lot of it's just fucking noise, isn't it? You got to be good to you. The more you work on yourself and the more you love on yourself, the more greater change you're creating for your biology, your outside environment is already going to be affected without you even needing to make some kind of mental effort. The Mm. fact that you're loving within, that you're nurturing now yourself, that you're taking heed, you're taking more care of yourself. Naturally, the universe is going to respond. It's going to put the right people in your environment. It's going to put the right food. It's going to give you the right situations where you got to make the right decisions for yourself, where Oh, that's a great decision. That's a great decision. 
It's all about what you do within first that's going to affect your exterior world. If you walk, if you wake up every morning and you look at this universe, like Einstein said, he had that one question. Are you, are you living in a friendly universe or are you living in a horrific universe or however he put it? And if you're living in that state where you feel like the world's against you, the world owes you, the world is evil, guess what? All you're doing is you're just pulling in all these different situations to confirm your belief system. That's why I say to myself every day, I'm my own. I talk to myself a lot. I love it. I'm always, my dog looks at me like, this one's fucking out to lunch. <laughs> Sometimes in the mirror, I'm like, this fucking body. I got a stomach like a fucking washboard. I'm like, I'm my own fucking vaccine. Are you people fucking nuts? I'm like, listen, again, I'm not against it. Maybe the right people, just like with this whole lockdown, right? They locked the whole world down. Mistake from the very beginning. They should have locked down. I know it was a new virus. I know it was all new information. I know we're all trying to navigate and do the right thing. Or are they? Um, but when the science is in, which it is, and I hate using that, but this is true. It's a 99.9% survival rate. And now you still have fucking countries like yours that are just like, they're just like the fucking dickhead Boris. What the fuck's his name? Boris Jerkoff. <laughs> Last year, he was against global vaccinations and called it tyrannical and this and that. This year, he was all for it. Mm-hmm. This is politics. Mm. People, I mean, politics flip flop all the time, all the time. Because it's not not about the greater good with that stuff. It never is. And that's why I've had such a hard time navigating all this. But I I actually want to go back to something selfishly because I'm curious, um, uh, especially this past year, I've really changed a lot of my thinking and, and, and being slowed down coming off the road and having a different mind state. Um, psychedelics have really helped um, change me around. You mentioned shamanism as well. I've got a deep interest in that. And I've actually found a lot of relief and comfort in spiritual enlightening through um, psychedelics. So can you speak on that? I'm really curious. When did you start getting into that stuff? How did it affect you? And I know it all does lead you to this greater view of the world, which is, I think, the path that I'm on these days. But I'm curious for you, how did that enter your life? And how did you sort of like see things shift because of it? Well, <clears throat> obviously, I, drugs came late into my life. And um, the first joint I ever smoked was when I was 19 years old. I grew up with junkies. My mom, she OD'd. She, did, she died at 20. I didn't even know her. Um, my dad, I took care of him pretty much my whole life, pulling heroin needles out of his arm. You know, he had gangrene, the shit I went through with him. I never really got into the whole hard drug thing except for cocaine and shit like that. Like when Life of Agony was touring with Corn and Ozzy, those were really big coke years for me. And really like, I really wanted to kill myself. I was not right because this was going on inside. And even back then it was even 
it was even more dangerous and more unheard of and more. So I was in very, very protective mode. I really wanted to die. Anyway, Sal turned me on to my first joint. And marijuana is definitely, it's not a psychedelic like it is uh, um, uh, a peyote uh, ceremony or ayahuasca or magic mushrooms. But if you're not used to smoking marijuana, you definitely can have absolutely euphoric experiences where your whole anatomy of, of uh, you know, your whole, your whole fucking brain can shift, man. I know that really put me on. And then I, and then during obviously years and years of touring and stuff like that, magic mushrooms came into my life and um, they've shattered magic mushrooms shattered all these 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 paradigms for me they allowed the, the psychedelic the the mushroom allowed me to because it depends you can use it as microdosing which definitely helps with depression it helps with anxiety. It helps with, um, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's, first of all, we have receptors in our brain, in our body for marijuana, for magic mushrooms. We have, we are, we have, we make DMT. That's what the pineal gland is all about. We secrete dimethyl, uh, tryptamine, um, you know, when we dream, that's our brain releasing serotonin, DMT, dopamine. That's why we have these, these crazy visions. That's why we're like, we can't distinguish if our dream state was the real state sometimes, or is this the real state? Or is this the fake state? And then the meditation and dream state when you leave the body, is that the real state? I mean, it's all one big crazy thing, but it's like, and it's really, really complex. But shrooms for me have simplified the beauty of self's infinite, I guess, magnitude or, or what I'm trying, the, the greatness of our being in it, in it. And it allows you to see through the illusion of Maya, which is the external world. It allows you to, it allows you to develop your own pretty much homeopathic philosophy. Like, it's very hard to describe it. If you literally like, you know, just picture a big glass and you coming in and throwing a hammer right through the glass. That's what psychedelics does, I think, to the, the everything we were raised to believe about ourselves, about the world around us, about the worlds around our world. You could basically, it, it, it allows you to, to, to. <sighs> it smashes your preconceptions, right? Yeah. And it absolutely. And it, and it, it, it teaches you how to rewire your own philosophical mm. um, and, and spiritual 
um, perceptions in a way, because you're either you're either living this bought and sold perception that has been carrying you through this life, or you really can taste the, your your own humanity. It really, really, it allows you to become soul. I know I'm not really. It's 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 very difficult to describe because unless you've experienced it, yeah. For me, it yeah. gives me a sense of wonder. Like I, I feel like I've returned, in, and I mean this in a profound way. Like the child in me has been sort of reignited through That's the process. A child, sorry to cut you, but yeah, you're no. in a child, yeah, is constantly present, willing to learn. Mm. You, your openness to more things. Like, honestly, I almost tweeted the other day, the world needs psychedelics more than ever now because mm -hmm. culture has been so infant, infantized or, or, or has become such a, ah, it's just, and I feel like, you know, psychedelics is like the, if you really want to know God. That's my experience with it, with mushrooms in particular. That's like the closest really I've ever felt. Know to an understanding of a higher power and, and the beauty of really life. Want to know, yeah. If you really want to know the mystery and the origin of self and get closer to the origin of self's mystery and what makes us, us and human and non-human. And, and it's almost like the mystery is revealed to you, but not in any kind of word. Because words don't teach. It's it's all about symbology, and we use words as symbology. But our language is really based off off of symbology. And and to me, I feel like I've every time I go in for a micro dose or a heroic dose or even a big fat joint or whatever. I don't do anything chemically anymore. Everything that I do do is natural. Like if I'm middle America and I go to Indian reservation, I know someone who could take me there. I'll definitely do peyote ritual, which is very different. All psychedelics are very different too. Peyote is a very masculine shamanistic, uh, um, journey. Um, it's not a very feminine one, like an ayahuasca trip um, where Mother Earth comes through out of you. I mean, we are everything. It's almost like everything's revealed to you. You, you really come to the realization that you really, really, it's easy to say, yeah, because of chemistry and all the stuff. We have the asteroids in us. We have the stardust in us. We have space chemicals in us we have the same dna as a crustacean has deep within underneath a volcano we have we're all there is no separateness there is you realize the unity and the harmony and and the divine the divine blanket of it all for for, for lack of a better word the divine mother of it all, like the divine nurturing, you really experience that nurturing under the influence of the great 
fungi. And, mm-hmm. and when you realize, when see people don't realize that the fungi network put together this planet, we it's are- the largest, It's the largest living organism on the entire planet. Are, we yeah. are fungi. We mm-hmm. come from that, everything, the soil, the rainforest, everything, if, 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 when you do your research on mycelium, which is mycelium is, is the world of mushrooms. And I'm not just talking spacey mushrooms. I'm talking to everything. Lion's head, mushrooms, shiitake mushrooms. They're, They're incredible. Right? When Fauci fucked off all the fucking gays back in the day and people were dying because of their bad fucking shit against the whole ace thing what they realized back then he was shiitake mushrooms portobello lion's head check out paul stamets if you're interested in in um the whole paul check out the uh joe rogan episode paul stamets he is like the mushroom master you can get mushrooms off of his site and i'm not i'm not talking about the magic I'm talking about stuff for your health, real yeah. lion head, the portobello, shiitake, HIV patients were eating. I eat shiitake all the time. I give it to my dog yeah. because one of the most mushrooms are one of the most powerful um, entities. I'll call them entities on the planet because they're living entities to me. And again, like again, full circle, I'll believe the government when they legalize nature. Mm-hmm. Look at our system. Come on. They know, you know. All yeah, I know people that have survived cancer because of a total lifestyle change and taking mushroom complex tinctures and like doing it all completely natural and beating cancer. That's My friend crazy. Dan's mother just beat, she she opted out of the whole uh, uh, chemotherapy thing, yeah. went to Florida Mm-hmm. And Costa Rica did a boga. A boga is another great. It's an African root, another psychedelic that that cre- that enforces, creates, and like hijacks your system in in the most healthiest of ways, like detoxing. And that's why when you when you're doing if you're doing a heroic dose of shrooms or ayahuasca, whatever, your body purges, you throw up for hours, you get, you're, you're detoxing, you're, because we're so inundated with toxic information, whether it's food, whether it's news stuff, whether it's social media, whether it's, you know, the, 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 the voice of the mindless out there that have that, you know, um, I, I really feel like it's shattered I was able to basically rewire my entire, my entire, um, my entire life, my entire views, well, my entire structure, everything. Like as a kid, I always knew something was wrong with everything. Even when I used to live this, because my grandfather was in World War II. He used to tell me secrets of the government. I, I used to listen to Reagan. Like I, I, I'm, I hate politics, but I'm not saying I know a lot about it. But again, I see through the madness, and I don't know, man. You know, I'm that type of human being where I'm. You know, I indigenously live in a very modern world, 
You know, I steam all my food. My diet is very limited to fruits and vegetable and everything is steamed. Um, and um, I, I, it's very, 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 I've simplified my life to, yeah, I, I don't even know where I'm going. I, I'm just... I think we all feel the same way. The three of us, like I've learned a lot more in the last year than ever before, but certainly unplugging from a lot of that matrix, reconnecting with, as you say, ourselves, our inner self, our, you know, place in the world, um, also nature and the environment and, and diet. And all of these things have been really falling into place. And the conversations that me and Jesse have on this show, because of the people that we're inviting on, you know, we're quite conscious of who we invite on because these are the kind of discussions we want to share and encourage people to reconnect with their selves and empower their selves because that's all we can do, right, is what's best for us. In this time of total madness, I think everybody needs to just remind themselves that actually it's within us to be the change that we want to be. It's just about how we live our lives that affects that. Absolutely. And, you know, change comes from within no political paper pushing is going to create any kind of change on this fucking planet because they don't want the right change for us. If the system is designed to hold us down, you've got to be an idiot not to fucking see it. And listen, I'm not saying all politicians are bad. Most of them are. And there's a lot of corruption going on. But where are the good ones? Where are the people fighting for humanity? Where are these people all I see are mobs of people just trying to disempower other people. I don't mm-hmm. see any smart conversations going on about anything, whether it's vaccines or getting vaccinated or, or <clears throat> you know, it's almost like they want a world without touch, a world without smiles, a world without feelings. To me, honestly, these masks symbolize four words. Shut the fuck up. Mm. Yeah, it runs runs deep. And, you know, I think anyone who's, and I I agree with you as far as like people who are got into punk and hardcore and aggressive music and the counterculture, there was a reason for that early on. You know, I I saw the world through different eyes. I started to see through the bullshit and it hasn't changed with me. I still don't believe the fucking bullshit of a government. I don't understand anyone who has been able to flip and be like, oh, this is what we're supposed to be doing now. And listen, to each their own for sure, but my middle fingers are still up like this, but my my weapon these days has been compassion and love, and I'm using that as my weapon. I still hold strong in my beliefs and who I am as a person, and I fully feel more at home with outcasts and freaks and geeks and the dregs of society than I do mainstream anything. Uh, But you're right, I mean that's a part of who I am. That's my culture. And that hasn't changed with me, but we've seen a huge radical change in a lot of people. And this time that we're living in is, is so hard to navigate and to know who, who you can feel solidarity with and, and who you're at odds with. And it just kind of makes you want to throw your hands up and say, I give up. And at one point during all this, I just wanted to give up too. But having discussions like this, Matt and I are starting this podcast. It really helped me realize that people need to speak. We need to have a platform to share our feelings, our thoughts, our experiences. And that's really what helps push 
us along and, and create our own narrative, you know, of having an open mind and being able to push forward with humanity. So like everything you said, and, and I love that you just let go. It's just, it's great having you on. It's great hearing what you have to say. And, uh, you know, I've always been a fan of your music and, uh, now it's just, it, I, I want to, I follow you already on Instagram, but I love everything you've been saying. And I, you know, just thank you for being so open with us. It's been great, man. Thank you guys for asking me, you know, I think Matt knew that, um, <laughs> I'm perfect because I, I honestly, I'm at a point in my life where, you know what, if two men in black show up at my door, it's fucking on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, what's left at this point? What do I have left to lose? Like, I, I feel like I've been living like a Christ, you know, putting my, putting myself up on the cross to be crucified by people in, in hopes that they'd actually learn by their idiocy of, of trying to tear someone like me down who, who's only authentically trying to, uh, who wants to see humanity uprise and I want to see humanity thrive and I want every, I'm the type of person, I want your dreams to come true more for you than I do for even myself because I'm, I'm, I'm detached from even all that stuff. Like I, I, you know, like there's a part of me that if I never even touch a stage ever again, like I don't give a shit. I've done it. I've been there and played in front of 400,000 people. I played with David Bowie. I worked with David Bowie's band. I worked with Flea. I worked with Scott Weiland's band. I worked with incredible people. I worked with Lenny Kravitz's band. I, I've, I've shared the stage with Kill Switch Engage. David Bowie, placebo. Uh, I sang with the Doors in LA. I mean, what's left? I've been so blessed. I've got to experience a boy life. Fuck all the girls I want. I get to experience girl life. Fuck all the girls I want. Get fucked by all the guys I want. Do whatever the fuck I want to do. Live, be free. Like, I'm living my life. I'm going to the grave. Botched. Who the f Everyone's preparing Everyone's preparing to go to the grave untouched, you know, uh, cosmetically done up, <laughs> nice suit, $30,000 handbag. Sorry, you can't take that to heaven with you. You know, I want to go to my, my grave botched and bruised, man, like Bukowski. Yes, like, Bukowski. Like, fuck like fucking... You know, like William S. Burroughs, like Herbert Hunk, Hunky, you know, like, you know, uh, like Frank Stanford, another incredible poet who shot himself in the fucking chest, man. If you like poetry, check out Frank, Frank Stanford's work. He's absolutely untouchable in the in the poetry world. And yeah, man, I want to I want to go in dirty, man. I want to yes. I want die knowing like yeah, you fucking did every dream i've had so far has come true every dream hmm. and i don't know if it's because i understand the intention behind the word and that ancient coding that i'm still practicing every day 
I'm not saying, listen, I know all the answers. I've got it all sorted out. I'm perfect. I'm this. Listen, I'm a fucking mess. When I hit my lows, I still want to jump out my fucking window. I still want to sometimes deliberately, hmm, how can I fucking leave this body? Because I want to get it over with already. I want to go where Prince is. I want to go where Bowie is. Take me where Bowie is. You know, like I've had enough of this fucking exhausting fucking Disney-fied, mindless, petty, soulless fucking matrix. And not the world. This world is incredible. It's the matrix. Like you said, Matt, I call the matrix. I have another word for the matrix. It's called the darkness. We need it. We need the yin and yang. We need to grow from it. We need to see. You see all these fights and all the duality that's going on in the planet, we need this. Hmm. That's why I'm okay if you hate me. I don't need you to like me and my body and what's going on. If if I'm not for you, I don't give a fuck. You don't have to understand me. I don't need to prove my, I even hate the word, transness. You know what I mean? I don't need to prove my transness or my anything. Or my, I'm just an eccentric human being. I even hate, hate the trans title. I do. I'm transcending. How about that? No, I'm not transsexual. I'm transcending. I'm a transcender. How about that? I mutate. I metamorphosize. I'm doing what I'm here to fucking do. Clownfish did it. Spiders do it. Uh, ticks, wood lights change genders. What do you think? Humans can't? Yeah, I know anatomically I'm born a certain way. I'll never have a uterus. I'll never bleed from a pussy I don't have. Okay? I get it. I understand. But that doesn't mean humanity... We're we're, we're ultimate shapeshifters as well, man. There's so many things about this species that, that people like us are nearing... When we're on to something is all I know I'm on to something as a human being. And that something isn't on channel two. It ain't on channel five. It ain't on fucking Twitter. It ain't on this. It ain't on CNN. It's all inside, man. And, but like I was saying, like the beauty about people like us is that we need the matrix. We need the matrix has been designed a certain way. We unfortunately need to make money right now to survive. So we plug into the matrix, we do our thing, and then we unplug. You've been unplugging more and more in your life, which is great because then you realize that, you know what? I don't even need to plug in. I don't even plug in. I don't, even when I'm plugged in, I'm not plugged in. Mm -hmm. I'm so detached. I'm open and detached. Like, I don't care the world can hate trans people, can hate these people. Like, they'll always be, that's what the Tao has been trying to teach us, the I Ching, all these great, but no one's fucking hearing. Like Biggie says, but you don't hear me though. You know what I mean? Nobody hears me. You know, everyone's too afraid to be, it takes too much effort to be an authentic 
entity or character. It takes too much energy that a lot of people aren't willing to, you know. I, with my yoga practicing, I put certified yoga teachers to shame. I have yoga teachers in my building that they can't even believe the advanced posturing I get into. I mean, I've been doing it for years, and it's not even about the posture. Yoga is all about the union of breath. And once you understand your breath, your breath is everything. These people, they, they don't even wait, they don't even, they don't even express gratitude for all these automated things that we do, like breathing. Do you ever think about where the breath come from? Mm. The breath is such a mystery. Once it's gone, you are. What is breath? Breath to me is like this far out where our bodies are plugged into some silent, invisible, like I call it the quantum field, but like there's the mind that we have to be able to communicate, but then there's the higher consciousness. Then there's consciousness. Our mind plugs in to the consciousness grid. And that's what I call the quantum field. I use quantum field because I, I imagine like a star system where I have all these lights and I can connect the dots inside my mind to achieve any kind of feeling that I want. And like if, if, if I'm not feeling so well, if my energy is very low, if I saw something on the news that did get me, because sometimes it does, I'm very empathetic. I have to, I have to check in again. I got to sit down. I do at least, at least minimally an hour of meditation a day because I'm doing a million other things. I'm playing three, four hours a day on piano. I'm doing my yoga. I'm painting. I got my poetry. It's all creative stuff. I haven't really been singing yet, but I just did the whole music for the, I scored the whole, uh, I scored the whole. Uh, the soundtrack for the documentary, right? Yeah, thank you. It's amazing. I love how you, it's all, I, I love how you totally finish my thoughts. Thank you. You understand my mind very well. So I just did that. I've, I've been I have to interject real quick. Amazing documentary, by the way. Whoa. And the music is beautiful. We were able to watch it. it Thank Amazing. You. <laughs> you know what? I cried, Leave. dude. My girl wept and I cried. It was incredible. I'm happy I touched you. Yeah, dude. It was nuts. It's a beautiful. I, I can't wait for people to see it, man. We're trying to get like a distribution deal or whatever, but yeah, you know, I, I was busy with that. Like I've been mad creative. And um, honestly, my music, my creativity, my yoga, my meditation, that's the shit that's been getting me through. Mm. I don't, I, I don't even have cable. I have Netflix and I have for an internet connection, but I, I don't even, I haven't even been online yet today. Um, and, and I don't even know if I'm in the mood actually. Cause you'll you know, get a little like, voice note from me when you do. <laughs> yeah, please. You know, when you look at your app on your phone and you're like, uh, no, I'm not going, even, I'm not even going in today. Like yeah, I just, but I, I take days off and uh, I want to go back to what you said too about the breath. It's funny. I, I actually have started this past year of my first thought when I wake up and I haven't really missed many mornings. I, I thank God, the great spirit, the energy for the breath of life. It's the first thought I try to put into my head, waking up with gratitude 
and simple things like having food in my refrigerator. Like I have a mantra daily now where I start my day off just thinking for all the little things, my two cats, my girl, the roof over my head, all those things that we all just take for granted and living in gratitude. And really it's helped my life. I've really shifted my life just from living in gratitude as my first thought. Dude, it ain't even a joke. Like that's, that's everything. That's the prayer right there. You don't even, it, all it is is thank you. I say the same thing. I wake up. I'm like, all I say is thank you. Oh my God. Get another chance today at living this beautiful, mysterious, creative, chaotic, blissful, tragic life. This thing, you know, because it's very complex and layered. But yeah, me too. I'm like, thank you for my apartment, my beautiful, healthy dog, my beauty, all the food I got in my refrigerator. I have more food than I can, that, you know... Uh, my dog's food, my, my creative habits, the way I perceive the world. Thank you for making me me. Thank you for, for, you know, my hard times, my, my great times, my horrific, everything is a learning lesson. It's a, it's, 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 everything is here to teach us good or bad. That's why I don't hate on the yin and the yang of life. People, we, this, this universe was created out of chaos and that's the nature of mother nature and you know all these people that are looking for some kind of straight narrow uh life are kind of like deluding themselves like all these kids these days coming up with you know with this glorified entitlement and with this attitude as if the world owes them, um, you know, they're not going to make it very far in life, man. You need to, you need to be disciplined. You need to work on yourself every day. You need to show up as the best version of yourself every day, as much as you can. You can't self-sabotage. You can't punish yourself for even if you don't wind up doing anything today, like for me, like I'm very disciplined. My whole day was pretty much planned around this conversation. I knew it wasn't going to just be a 20 minute fuck off thing. So like I designed my day around this thing. I played earlier, already did my grocery shop. And after this, I'm going to take my dog out to the, into the sun. I'm going to sit in the sun because she loves that every day. This life is so beautiful, so glorious. I really wish people can really see it and not be infiltrated by all these motherfuckers out there, all these people that are just trying to dim their light and to create more unhealthy environmental situations for the people. Because that's all this is doing. All this shit is creating stress. People are getting more and more and more. Well, stress is the number one fucking cause of disease and disease is two words this ease disease this ease it's just you know shaking you up to make you worry about stuff that you know and it's even funny people are arguing about shit that the news puts out today meanwhile it already happened there's nothing you can fucking do about it there's nothing you and i can do about it okay that's just what the fuck it is. It's just crazy. Everything's crazy, but 
everything like I love to say, another another great philosopher that I love, my favorite book ever, uh, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. Mm. Unfucking believable. It's all about reprogramming your subconscious mind, like you've been doing. Mm. You you're taking a a you're really making an effort or an effortless effort to notice things you haven't noticed before. You're rewiring your entire system. You're, you're, you're rewiring all the bad programs. Cause that's what it is, isn't it? All bad programs that we've all grew up with from generation. Your parents had bad programming. Your parents' parents had bad programming. So lineage after lineage, what's happening now on the planet is that more than ever, at more an accelerated rate, there's motherfuckers like me out there, like you guys, that, and like many other people um, that are out there and that have been out there that are literally shattering these lower dimensional shallow paradigms that are i'll always say it a very anti-life name an institution and i'll tell you how it is anti-life and how it goes against the organic the organics of what makes us human um yeah i find out the less less stuff i deal with uh, the happier I am, the, the days when I'm unplugged and I go out into nature and uh, I just spend time breathing and noticing the birds and the flowers are sitting by a stream and meditating. Those days are my best days. And those are the days that reaffirm to me the beauty of life. It doesn't take much. And we have all this stuff and all these things coming into our lives that are pulling us away from the true meaning of life, which is, you know, to find love, to define love and to to find love for self and this past year, especially like those days when I just unplug and I'm alone and I sit by the stream, it's changed me for the better. And I, I see the world differently too. And I've even got to piggyback on what you said too, about jumping on a stage again. That's not my main concern anymore. It used to be before this, when I was in the touring mode, it was like next show, next show, next show. When the brakes were put on me, it's changed everything for me. And I, Matt can attest to this. It's, it's, I needed the break. You know, I see this as an opportunity to rewire myself. And I love that you said that reprogramming and rewiring, it can be done. People can do that, you know, and I'm, I'm on my way and I'm loving it. And it's, it's changing me. And what you're, what you're speaking on is important. People need to question period, whether or not people agree with everything you've said today, people need to question. That's the bottom line. I'd rather someone not agree with anything I say. Because that's going to challenge the status quo of this person's, you know, everything that this person's made up out of. Mm. Because I know my voice will echo into the eternity of that person's, you know, mind, subconscious mind, the inner depths of that person. They don't have to agree on the surface. And normally if someone doesn't really agree, it's because they're coming from a very fear-based analogy of life because most people that I meet, they come from that whole fear-based, very insecure, um, 
people just don't know what they want. They don't know what they are. They don't, and, and, but they got to dump that onto everyone else next to them because like I people are always projecting their bullshit. That's why when people are like, you're fucking disgusting. You'll never be a real, this I'm like, what's real? What are you talking about? Mm. Exactly, dude. Shut the fuck up and walk away. You, you, you don't even have the ability or the brain or the, 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 the higher mind to even understand a simple question like that. What mm. is reality? What's really, what's really real? You know, cause I ask that to myself every day. I don't know what's real. Is this real? I don't really know. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like I'm not, I'm not like, I, you know, I, I need to make money obviously, but and honestly, um, touring was a big part of my bread and butter. Um, and um, I obviously I definitely feel I'm divinely protected. But sometimes I get a little bit afraid, like, shit, you know, I've been working my whole life with this whole thing. And yeah. But that's another conversation. But yeah, again, like I'm not in any rush to honestly, I don't want to travel in this climate. I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not running to, uh, you know, we have, you know, we have, uh, these tentative dates in November, December that I don't think is going to happen. I've already switched my solo to March, 2022 already. LOA's got some Australian thing in February, 2022, but I'm just like, Australia. I don't want to sit on a fucking plane for a million hours. And, and I, I don't even, honestly, I, I'm not even interested right now. Mm-hmm. I want, and I, 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 cause I just feel like the world ain't right. And I know I can't hold my own life back because of that, but something doesn't feel right about any of it anymore, to be honest. Yeah. And, and I, and I don't know why I feel that way. I, 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 I don't know. I just... Well, we can't go rushing back. That's what it is. You know, it'll, it'll return when the time is right. But I think people who like just are desperate to get back to, you know, playing or attending shows, I think have maybe missed the point of this whole year and, and the, the growth that should be going on. And, you know, I think it's still going to be a little while. I mean, well, I obviously don't know anything, but from my point of view, it doesn't quite feel like we can go from lockdown, like nothing to like, bang, let's fill rooms with people and yeah, act like no. the last year didn't happen. No. You're like, what? Um, like I was hanging out with, I was hanging out with Johnny Tempesta about a month ago and his question and, and we, <laughs> we smoked a lot of weed and we were drinking absinthe. Nice. And oh, he, I love absinthe. Love yeah. It. So me, Johnny and my good friend Dorian, who, you know, she's, kind of been seeing him on and off for a million years, you know, how it goes before you're married. Um, but Johnny's good friend and, um, and he's with one of my best friends. So he was over about a month ago. We were all upstairs and shit. And we were getting fucking toe up and he just kept, and we were talking about what's this going to look like. And he was fixated. Cause I was just like, like, trying to get like how do you feel about it like i know how i feel about it like i'm definitely not getting vaccinated to 
you know, I don't, I don't really need it. I don't want it. I don't believe in it. And I don't believe it's the right, you know, I believe that people need to have choice. And if you want to do it, great. I'm, I'm, I'm all behind you because that's good for you. But what's good for you may not be good for me. And we were talking a little about this whole thing and this whole, this, this is actually before Israel put in place this draconian legislation where you can't go into the country, you can't go out of the country unless you've been vaccinated. That's tyrannical. You can't, you can't have a narrative that's, that's going to serve 7 billion people on the planet. How dare you? How dare these people even go there with that? So like we were just talking on and on about what's it even going to look like? What's it even going to look like? Like, and we were, he asked that question. I'm like, oh my God, I just pulled up a thing that I saw with the flaming lips. Did you see what the flaming lips did? And the big bulls. Listen, the flaming lips. I mean, that looks kind of fun. (laughs) Yeah, but the flaming lips are the flaming lips. They've been doing that pre-fucking, they've been doing crazy shit like that pre-COVID. They could get away with stuff like that, but what's it going to look like for the bands like The Cult and Kill Switch Engage and Life of Agony? And, uh, you know, Doyle and, and Lacuna Coil and uh, Slipknot. Like, what the fuck is that going to look like? How yeah. the fuck you, like, I don't understand. I don't know. I, I can't, like you were saying, Matt, like, we can't go from, and what a, we can't go from, you know, being on this severe fucking lockdown to all of a sudden, like, nothing happened. And we go to all the concerts, like, I know there's going to be some kind of fucking thing. And, and like, again, yeah. Like what's that going to look like? So life of agony is going to play a thousand cap room or 2000 cap room in New York city. They're only going to let in 200 kids and everyone's got to wear masks and no one's allowed to move or like what, what, uh, can, I, I don't oh, want to attend those shows. Do you know what I mean? And that's not life of agony. That's exactly. that like how many, how many people are even going to want to do that? Yeah, and how many bands can afford to tour that way? You too, like who can afford to do that? Unless you're a huge band and you've got it all worked out. I mean, we got stuff booked too. I don't know if it's going to happen. I have no idea. I have no idea either. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's all you know, to play for. It is, but I, that's why I think it's good. I'm happy that my mind is shifted and I'm on board with you know my desire isn't to run back on a stage. I'll do it if I can do it, but. I've seen a completely different side of life because of this. And I've found a peace that I've never had before because I am seeing things differently and I am questioning a lot of what's going on. And I know that my point of views may not be shared with some of my peers. And I don't really talk very loudly about them for that reason. Cause to me, it's like, like you said, to each your own, if you want to go do this or, or don't do that, so be it. Just my problem too is just don't inflict it. The fact that they're inflicting all of these things on everybody, whether it's your point of view or you know whether you're talking about a vaccine or a political point of view or whatever, people have the right to think and do what they want to do. But the moment you turn it and to inflict it on somebody who doesn't want it, that's that's the huge red flag. And it's made me question a lot of things, uh, not just with society, but in my own life and the people I surround myself with. It's just made me question everything. But I found a piece in that, which is weird. Like, because I've had that shift, I now see things through completely different eyes. And 
I'm glad it happened. I'm glad. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm me, really you know? happy. I'm happy for you, and I'm honestly, I'm, um, I'm glad you're on board with souls like mine because honestly, I've been seeing the world very differently for a very, very long time, and I'm um, actually turned down a spin thing just recently because it was all about, uh, and it was very fake to me. It was like. They wanted to know how how it feels, you know, to be so supported as a trans woman in the music industry. Yeah. I would call the agent. I was like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? So they could all pat themselves on the back. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Spin never did one little fucking bit on me. It's 20 years later almost. The world has Laura Jane Grace. There's no need for Mina Caputo. Gives a fuck about her. And nothing to take away from Laura because Laura is the only motherfucker in the industry that's only that's done any good by me. I did a, a duet with her. I played live at the at the, the uh what is what was that award show? That in, uh in the UK or the US? The U.S. that punk rock A and P award show, whatever the hell it is. No, I don't keep I, up with that shit. I don't know. <laughs> I, she let me. She wanted me to uh, give her her award. Like, um, you know, Laura was like the only one in in the industry coming from sort of like that whole mainstream world that actually really tried her best, you know, to, to lift me up in an industry that's constantly burying people like us. Like she mentioned me on Trevor Watson or whatever the hell his name is. I don't, don't follow all these people, but she's mentioned, you know, if it, she's, she's been very, very, very giving and loving and compassionate towards me. And I, and I don't even think me and Laura see eye to eye politically, but I think we're beyond that. I don't know. We we could, but I, I've never really had a political. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of that, though. You, you know, for someone like her, you don't have to. And I I think she's a great person. I'm a fan for sure of her as a person and a and musician. But I love that. Yeah, you can still be just, friends. Yeah. I want to not share completely their point of view. So yeah, I just felt like I needed to mention the hypocrisy too of like again our industry and how it's mm. and it almost seems like they're wringing the necks of all the mama and papa bands too. And um, I hope that's not the case, but like you said, yeah, it seems like only these big fucking acts like Billy Ellis and this one and that one and Vax concerts. And it's just like, do I even want to be a part of this anymore? Mm. This fucking like, I, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 you know, again, here I am, I'm talking you know, with slight wisdom on my tongue, but I don't know it any. Uh, these are just formulations and, and things that allow me to get through my day in the most healthy and most buoyant ways that I possibly can. Like, I don't care who agrees with me, who disagrees with me. I'm very independent from the good and bad opinions from other people. I could give a fuck. I'm that's why we love you, Mena. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, that's, that's um, one of the reasons I love you too, man. I love that you don't uh, give a fuck. I'm open, I'm open to everything and attached to nobody and nothing. You know, like I'm just, I could only really be me. 
And I learned a long time ago, if me coming out as, as whatever I came out or letting the world did, it, it taught me one thing that I personally have the courage to be disliked and hated. And for me to stand in my power and stand in my own euphoria and not let anyone from the outside. That's why I don't think anyone on social media has the fucking balls to even get in, get in on it with me with an argument. I remember one time I said something, I forgot what I had said, but it was kind of against the LGBT community because I don't feel supported from my own community at all. I did one interview with Glad Magazine 11, 12 years ago, but after that, I don't feel like I don't get any support from, you know, this, this group. And um, yeah, I remember I had to rip someone a new fucking asshole. And, um, and I was just like, you know what? That's the last time I'm going to engage with, with this kind of stuff anyway. It's just, I don't really have the time or the energy and it's just, you know, who has who fucking who has the time to like argue with people all day long online? I see these people all day long arguing with people. It's like it's yeah, I, I don't get it either. But it, it some people do. They just get sucked in, and that's all they do is just sit all day online and argue. I got no time for this. I am living my real life mm. in a real world. The, the kids of today, they they grow up. They you know everyone's like this. Soon women are going to be giving birth to, to babies and the phone is either going to be in their head or it's the phone is going to be like part of their hand. So like, you know how evolution happens? It's like Jesus, like, cause everyone, no one walks their dog. Every, the phones are walking them. Yeah. Like I never took my phone out with me anywhere. I'll go to the park. I don't fucking take, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's like, I am, I don't. All these rubbernecks, all these bobbleheads, like that's all they're doing. They're bobbleheading their way through the fucking life, man. And um, they're missing the whole point. And you're not going to get anywhere blaming and judging and ridiculing and um, enforcing and, uh, you know, Europe. There is no right or wrong. That's the true philosophy. There is no right or wrong. If you feel a certain way about a certain group or individual or whatever or animal or this, that's your deal. Vegans can't tell meat eaters not to eat meat. Meat eaters can't tell vegans not to, you know, do their thing. There's no right or wrong on this planet. It's just a philosophy. It's a perception. We all, it's all opinion. It's all formulated belief systems. We don't even know what we are. We don't even know why we're here, where we're going, why we've come here. How about asking that? Why were the pyramids built? You want to tell me about a God in the sky? You can't even tell me about a fucking pyramid sticking out of the ground? Get the fuck out of here. Like, what? <laughs> That's why you need to dig deep and do your own shit. Mm. That's why you, you can't rely you have, like Matt, you were saying it before, you have to be very, very, very careful what information comes into your life. You have that control. You want to sit stressed out all day long worrying about the world that don't give a fuck about you? Okay, keep staying on your phone. 
Mm. Or do you want to pick up that philosophy book? Or do you want to go out into the park and stare and build a relationship with the trees, with the energy through your eyes and become that tree? See, most people won't even understand or be able to conceptualize a theory like that. Because people are there, you know, people, you know, everyone's fucking in this Toys R Us reality. <laughs> yeah, we've got you to know? reconnect with the natural world, haven't we? I know what us three need to do. Me and we spoke about this when, when we first met. And now it's, you know, it's three, four years on. But us three, at some point, need to go out into the woods and take a heroic dose. And that that needs to happen. Um, Absolutely. And the name of this show, Mina, without being cheesy, is called Stoke the Fire because the whole intention of it is to stoke people's fires and inspire and enlighten and encourage people to just think differently and question the world and you know feel better about themselves. And you've done all of that to the nth degree today, as I knew you would. Um, I have so much admiration and respect and love for you, as I hope you know. And um, this has been an absolute treat. Yeah. Likewise. Thank you so much for coming on and thank you for sharing your truth and being honest and being a true fucking punk rocker and just, just saying what you think and feel and not giving a fuck. I admire that to the 11th degree and I love the, the path that you're on. It's inspiring me and the path that I'm on. And I will always be a fan of your, your voice as well, uh, musically and, you know, spiritually as well. Yeah. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys asking me on the show and um, it's absolutely rewarding and just um, very nutritional for me as well to be able to kind of, you know, go off and share my ideas. Cause that's all they are really just perception and ideas. It's about um, this is how I live my life. And, you know, um, I, I, you know, the bottom line is that I want humanity to survive. I want humanity to show up as the best versions of themselves, no matter where they live, what country, what city, what's going on in their life. I really, really, really want people's dreams to come true. I share a great, I, I have a great love and um, admiration still for the species that we call human. And I haven't given up on humanity yet. Um, um, I really believe in, 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 in the power of um, what we can do and how we can change and how we can be there for each other. And um, that's what keeps me going. And, and I'm, I'm honored and I'm grateful and I'm thankful for, you know, being asked to be on a show like this. This is awesome. I, I have a, a great, great feeling that your show is going to do incredibly well. And um, if I have any ideas as far as people that. Um, yeah, please share any guest guest ideas you might have with me for sure. Swimming the, yeah. Swimming in the same kind of blood currency that we are. I'll send them, I'll send them your way, Matt. And, um, and uh yeah so you guys have you have all the, the the authors you know greg braden bruce lipton joseph murphy alan watts terence mckenna five fucking manly p hall amazing amazing people that'll really that will help truly crack open your mind as far as like all this wealth and information that i have had it's just 
accumulated ideas year after year of all these people that I've actually been listening to and just kind of like filtering through my own filtering system. And it's shit I really believe. I, I want us to all do good. I want us to all be healthy. I want our dreams to come true. I want to see a new earth. I want to see a, a utopia. I want to see a, a better way where, you know, I just want us to thrive. I want us to be in thriving mode and not fight a flight mode and survival mode the mm -hmm. way that the system keeps us in this surviving fight or flight mode, stressed out when actually we're suffering from one thing, an overabundance of everything, information, food, sex, ideas, politics. It's like, it's getting crazy. But we have to hold on and we have to keep strong. And, you know, if anyone to get anything from this, start meditating. Mm. Start believing in the power of silence and the power because there's a point when in your meditation, and, and I'll be real fast, during your meditations, you're going to crack through the blackness in your own mind and you're going to reveal the most euphoric colors, the most icy phoenixes, ice, icy depths of self that I don't even understand or what I'm actually tapping into. Like I said, I don't have all the, I am still learning about myself every day. I'm in experimental mode. I'm my own fucking you know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde kind of person where I'm still trying to crack open my mind to get to that point where, you know, the understanding of self and the world around me becomes even more deeper and more secure because I'm sharing this information with you. But the truth is, is that I don't know. Mm. No. I don't know. None of us do. And that's the most honest thing I can say is that I don't really know anything. <laughs> no, but that's straight wisdom right there. That that's to me, that's the period on the sentence. You don't know. And I, I love it. That's great. Everything you've shared has been incredible. And I'm sure people are going to walk away from this conversation with stuff to chew on, regardless of where they come from in life. And it's beautiful. And thank you for sharing that and being humble enough to put that at the end right there. I think oh, that's perfect. We don't it. None of us do. Mm. And lots of love to you guys. And um, listen, it doesn't end here. If you ever want to talk, um, if you ever find out new things, please enlighten me too, because I don't know everything. And I'm always willing to learn if there's authors that you guys come across. Um, Please, like like Matt, like the other the, the books that you turned me on to, Orlando. I read Virginia Woolf's Orlando. I read The Godfather that you gave me, that you- uh, The you Family, yeah? Yeah, I got them all. I read the Charlie Chapman autobiography. That Did you tell me about the Charlie Chapman? I didn't tell you about the Chapman one, and I'm, I will just say while I remember, I'm obviously not in the same league, but did you get my book that I sent you as well? I got your book, but I didn't read it yet. I'm getting to Saving it. the best. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am. I'm getting to it. I, I promise. <laughs> like 10 books that I got to finish right now. I'm just stoked you're in it. It's a huge honor. And Jesse's, Jesse's so, in it too. Let me just show you one thing. 
I'll be right back. Or I'm gonna no clean my <laughs> and then there was one. Two things, guys. This is a book I just picked up. Guys, philosophy, philosophy of madness: the experience of psychotic thinking. What a title! Who's the yeah. author on that? I can't see the name. Walter Kustis, W-O-U-T-E-R. I picked it up because the truth is, is sometimes I feel like, <laughs> you know, am I mad? Am I psychotic? Yeah, you the, know. The, thought, know. the thoughts come spiraling out of your mind. Not I'm saying yours. I have the same thing. Sometimes you can't keep up with your thoughts and you yeah. can't, you know, put a lid on it, can you? So you have to just expel the words and let it out, right? Get it out. And what I do a lot, and I know this is why this book has come to me, and if you want to go even deeper into shamanic keys of how to spirit hack your own self and body, I highly recommend this book. Oh, right on. Spirit hacking, shame and direct. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. But you'll love this, Jess. I've got a lot of a lot of research to do from you today. I love it. Thank you. No, it's it's all good stuff. And you know what? You don't even have to get into the books on YouTube. Alan Watts lectures, Terrence McKenna lectures, hmm. Manly P. Hall lectures. I'm talking fucking three, four hours. There's five minute ones just to dive in. Like you will fucking open up a whole new and Alan Watts, man, W A T T S. I mean, he's written incredible books. I know Alan Watts. It's the one I do know. Yeah. His lectures online too. It's just, it's just, this is how I live my life, man. This is why I'm greatly misunderstood. And I'm so proud I'm misunderstood. That's such a badge for me, man. I love it too. Who wants to be understood? Not me. (laughs) Well, it's Groucho Marx, isn't it, as well? Who wants to belong to a club who would have me? And Mina, you're far too much of an individual to fall into any group. So if you feel like certain communities that should have had your back hasn't, fuck them. You're bigger and better than them on your own. I am. Thank you. I know I am. And that's why I don't don't fret about any of that shit. I don't give a shit, man. I know I'm more powerful than a million fucking men. So I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't need... I don't need a team of applause and, 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 uh, you know, I don't need the support system. I got me, I got my, 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 my divine protectors. I got my dog. I got friends like you. So it's all good. I got the ancients that literally helped guide me through my life. And I firmly believe that. Mm. And I wish you both love. I'm going to take my dog out to the park i know we've been on for like two hours and 15 oh, minutes great thank you for taking all this like time. no felt great it really i love shit like this because i can go on and on and it, i didn't even hit the weed yet I, <laughs> <laughs> I swear the weeds right here i swear well, my <laughs> living room has got uh, clouds of it for my girlfriend she's been smoking for you <laughs> oh i love it tell her i said hello mm-hmm. i don't know if we She's a massive fan of you. Massive, massive fan. Yeah. Give her my love. I will. And give Kenny and Vaughn my love and your band and everybody. I I wish you blessings, man. Really. I'm going to send blessings and my meditation and love and healing energies and power and, and have, and I'll send some, some protectors your way to help guide you even more than you're guiding yourself. Cause you've got your own protectors as well. Thank you. And thank you. And I appreciate you guys. And, 
and I'm happy for you guys. You guys got this fucking show now. I think it's a great, reminds me of this new kind of hope guys get like Rogan success where you have all these. That's the key, man. Getting all, all great, all different kind of voices on your show. That's the beauty about Rogan. Like, I don't agree with everything Rogan says about things or things he stands for. And I don't have to, because I know he doesn't want trans people in the sports arena and all that stuff. And I understand all that stuff too, because, you know, it's a different conversation, but, and we don't have to agree on stuff like that. But the shit I do love about Rogan's get like, I learned about Graham Hancock. I learned about Paul Stamets as well, who you should, Hang on. Hang on, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, cool. Sorry. I'm cool. Yeah, don't be sorry. Keep it coming. Where the fuck is that book? Um, you know Paul Savitz? I do know the name. Yes, I don't know. Okay, um, just look him up. And he has a website, all mushroom-related type stuff. Oh, that's right, the mushroom. Yes, yes, that's how I know the name. Yes, the mushroom man. There's a great Rogan episode with him, Paul Stamets. Stamets, S T A M E T S, I believe. And you will learn so much. Mm. And he's so much more eloquent than I am when it comes to the breakdown of how psychedelics especially the shroom could enhance every system in your body from your neurological to your digestive to your bloodstream to everything yeah. uh, so good luck on on searching and and finding out all this information and <sighs> lots of love to you <laughs> love to you thank you thank love you guys love and respect yeah. mina Take care. Peace. Thank you for asking me on the show. I really, really had fun and I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're amazing. You roll. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. I'm hanging up now. All right. <laughs> no, you hang up. <laughs> <laughs>